The following sermon was delivered by Senior Pastor Scott Black Johnston during morning worship at Fifth Avenue Presbyterian Church in New York City. We welcome you to worship with our vibrant community of faith every Sunday on the corner of Fifth Avenue and 55th Street in the heart of Midtown Manhattan. And now, here is Dr. Black Johnston. This Easter tide, as the entire world struggles with the coronavirus pandemic, Fifth Avenue Presbyterian Church has heard God's call for the faithful to respond, to protect, to heal, and to restore the fabric of our communities. Each week, we are asking, what is God asking us to do in this time? The Good Book has been our guide. Today, on the fifth Sunday in the season of Easter, the day our culture sets aside to honor mothers, we turn to two passages in Scripture in the hopes that they will light our way forward. Listen now for God's Word as it echoes to us first from the book of Isaiah, chapter 61, beginning with the third verse. They will be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord to display his glory. They shall build up the ancient ruins. They shall raise up the former devastations. They shall repair the ruined cities, the devastations of many generations. And now, turning to the book of Proverbs, chapter 8, let us listen beginning with the first verse. Does not wisdom call, and does not understanding raise her voice? On the heights, beside the way, at the crossroads, she takes her stand, beside the gates, in front of the town, at the entrance of the portals, she cries out, To you, O people, I call, and my cry is to all that live. O simple ones, learn prudence. Acquire intelligence, you who lack it. Hear, for I will speak noble things, and from my lips will come what is right. For my mouth will utter truth. Wickedness is an abomination to my lips. This is the word of God for you, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Wisdom, says the book of Proverbs, stands at the crossroads. This is a good thing. At the crossroads, paths intersect. Options open before us. Where should I go? What should I do? Whenever the road forks, we, we face choices, important choices. This explains why, in the ancient world, travelers built shrines to the gods at the crossroads when determining what path to go down, which city to visit, where to place your next steps. You might want to take a moment and and offer incense to Hermes with a little 
prodding, the God of travelers might guide you, might assist you in making a good decision. The Greeks were not the only ones to honor the metaphorical and literal decision-making that occurs at a crossroads. During the Middle Ages, the English buried criminals in plots alongside places where the road divides. The graves of thieves and, and brigands were meant as a warning to others standing at life's crossroads. Consider your path wisely, otherwise you might end up back here permanently. Historians say that other than churchyards, more people in Britain have been buried at highway crossroads than in any other location. In Brazilian mythology, legend has it that demons, evil forces, hang out at the crossroads. In the mythos of American history, pioneering guitarist Robert Johnson is said to have sold his devil, <laughs> sold his soul to the devil at the crossroads. Although in his classic seminal blues song, Johnson never mentions Satan. Instead, he croons, I went down to the crossroads, fell down on my knees. I went down to the crossroads, fell down on my knees, asked the Lord above for mercy, save poor Bob, if you please. At life's crossroads, we plead to God, asking for help. We've been doing a lot of that lately. It seems like every day in the midst of this pandemic, we find ourselves at some fresh fork in the road. Every morning we're called upon to make moral decisions that will influence the path of our life and that of our families and friends and wider communities. Those who have lost employment wonder, what path should I take? Is anybody hiring? Should I throw my hat back in the ring? Is, is it time to pull up stakes? Should, should I pursue a new direction? Those who face risk in their work ask, should I keep showing up for a job that threatens my health and the health of my family? What if I need this hazardous position to put food on the table? Graduates planning to enter the workforce this spring are in a tough spot. This past week, National Public Radio asked a young woman about to graduate from college to speak about her plans. She responded, what do I do? One moment I'm standing at an intersection with, with a bunch of ways to go, and then all of a sudden I have no direction. What should you do as a business person? If you run a restaurant, should you stay shuttered? Open back up? Pivot to a new business model? If, if you're retired and, and safely hunkered down, what should you do, can you do, to be of help and to care for others without placing your own health at peril? If you're a teacher, or a principal, or a school nurse? What plans should you make for resuming classes in the fall? 
If you're a doctor standing in an emergency room, overwhelmed with a tide of patients, who should you help first? Sometime back in March, our entire society arrived at a perilous crossroads. The paths in front of us look frightening, rocky, and crowded by brambles. None of the options available to us appears free from peril. Standing at this, this anxious intersection, our predicament has become clear. The challenges we face are not going away anytime soon. We're not going to wake up from this bad dream. We are going to have to act. Staring at the paths before us, we wonder, what direction should I go? What should I do in this unsettling time? The good book answers. What should you do? Incline your ear. Push back against the chaos, against all the voices offering fake options, false statistics, and quack cures. Stand apart from that cacophony, says scripture, and listen for wisdom. Wisdom, says the book of Proverbs, stands at the crossroads. She, and yes, the Bible tells us that wisdom takes she, her, and hers as pronouns, is not timid. A strong woman, wisdom raises her voice so that all who travel along the road can hear her urgent plea. What counsel does wisdom have for us? As we listen to Proverbs chapter 8, and as we contemplate this icon depicting Lady Wisdom, four things stand out. In her speech at the crossroads, Wisdom calls us to hold on to community, to pursue intelligence, to ground ourselves in noble thoughts, and to speak the truth. Let's take a brief spin through Wisdom's four-part mission. The first thing that we might notice in this text is that wisdom speaks to all so that all can hear. Wisdom doesn't whisper her secrets to a select few. Wisdom doesn't help a lone individual leverage the system, pull a fast one, make a killing. Wisdom cries out to the entire human family Wisdom underpins the command Jesus gives that we care about others even as we care for ourselves. Wisdom knows that the fabric of society depends on this ethic, on people rising above self-interest. Wisdom calls us to work together, weaving sacred strands, the ties that bind Wisdom would love the fact that, that in the midst of this crisis, volunteers have continued to come to this church every Saturday. These good souls have engaged in physical distancing while still preparing and delivering meals in a safe, touchless manner to individuals who have endured this lockdown without access to good nutrition.
Wisdom, says the book of Proverbs, cries out to all who live. Wisdom tethers us to each other. Wisdom reminds us that we belong to God. And because of this, we belong to each other. The second thing that wisdom commends to us in her crossroads speech is, surprise, surprise, the pursuit of intelligence. On this point, wisdom speaks plainly, bluntly. She wags her finger. Acquire intelligence, she scolds, you who lack it. This seems like pretty obvious advice. Who needs to be told the importance of intelligence? I wonder. In recent years, a sort of anti-intellect, anti-expert prejudice has ranged across our country. We regularly dismiss experts in medical science, economic theory, climate change. We, we write these experts off when we do not like their conclusions. Wait, some caution. Credentials are no guarantee when it comes to accurate studies, helpful opinions, or useful predictions, and this is true. But it is also true that people often dismiss perspectives they do not like without testing their veracity. This is not intelligent behavior. Intelligence demands that we think things through without prejudice. Deep down, we, we understand this, right? We, we may not like what the director of the National Institute for Allergy and Infectious Diseases, Dr. Anthony Fauci, has to say, but somewhere in our gut, we realize that making wise choices in this time depends on listening to people who trade in facts, people willing to be honest about what they know and what they do not know. In this, a humble and candid expert is worth her weight in gold. This brings us to the third element in Wisdom's Crossroads press conference. According to Proverbs, wisdom speaks of noble things. She, she challenges people not simply to pursue knowledge, but to seek knowledge with purpose, with virtue. In this, wisdom asks us to set aside fear and anger. Don't, don't snipe at allies. Don't waste your precious time in pointless griping. Aim high. Be virtuous. Use your intelligence, your creativity, maybe even your frustration to focus your energy on solving problems. If there are thorns on the path, help to clear them. If there are rocks on the trail, join forces to shift them. I stand in awe of those in this congregation and on this staff who have turned to solving problems in this moment. Some here have put their heads and hearts to work figuring out how to stabilize the church's finances. Some have faithfully contacted 
every person in the congregation checking in and offering prayers and support. Some have figured out how to assemble Ziploc care packages for homeless people. All of these helpers are in league with wisdom. Wisdom's aims are noble and righteous. Wisdom partners with humanity to solve problems in trying times. The final thing that wisdom asks us to wrap around our hearts is truth. Wisdom reminds us that words matter. According to the book of Proverbs, wisdom utters only truth. Why? Because truthful words are a precious commodity. In times of turmoil, they are especially priceless. Wisdom knows this. Wisdom counsels us to sift through all the fluff and flimflam of this time to embrace truth-tellers. Wisdom also pushes us to be truthful with ourselves as we consider the paths available to us at this crossroads, we must, as business guru Jim Collins has frequently counseled, we must face the brutal facts. Engaging in that sort of work is about as enjoyable as it sounds, but it is critically important if we are to turn the tide, help the most vulnerable, and rebuild communities in the aftermath of this crisis. My two grandmothers had very different personalities. One was sharp-edged, an urban intellect who worked at Bloomingdale's and could balance a copy of the Wall Street Journal on her coffee cup while smoking a cigarette and reading Shakespeare's Hamlet. My other grandmother, ran a roadside food stand and restaurant in rural New Jersey while managing a ragtag collection of family members and adopted souls who worked to till, plant, and harvest tomatoes on her family farm. She never once quoted Shakespeare, but she knew her Bible better than anyone I've ever met. My grandmother's were two very different women, but they shared something powerful. Both of them were shaped by the Great Depression. Both learned the ways of wisdom in hard times. So when a crisis came in our families, they always seemed to be reading from the same playbook. They, they always brought love for family, respect for intelligence, noble commitments, and an eagerness to hear the truth, even if it was a hard truth, to the table. On this Mother's Day, and in this precarious time, I think of these two women a lot. They would know what to do right now. They knew that when you get to a fork in the road, it is critically important to listen for and heed the call 
of Lady Wisdom. My friends, in this challenging time, approach life, approach the crossroads with peace in your heart. Have courage. Hold fast to what is good. Return to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the suffering. Honor all people. Love and serve the Lord. Amen.